Good evening, everybody. Welcome to iBug episode, iBug Buzz episode 575. My name is Pete Lane, and I'll be facilitating our conference tonight, along with my co-host, none other than the ladybug herself, Sandhya Rao. The iBug Buzz is a weekly forum for folks who have questions relating to their iOS device. Those devices can include an iPhone, an iPad, iPod Touch, Apple TV, and Apple Watch. The iBug Buzz objective is to provide a forum, a facility for folks who have questions relating to the accessibility features of their iOS device. In particular, we focus on voiceover here on Monday nights. I wanna thank everyone who has taken the time to come out to join us live tonight via our Zoom conference platform, but also to those of you who may be listening to this on a recorded playback feature on a podcast platform of which we have many out there in the virtual universe. At this point in time, I'd like to turn the microphone over to Sandhya, who will share with us some news and notes from iBug today. Sandhya, how are All you? All right. Tonight? Yes, thank you, Pete. We have a full week once again. So all times are central and everything is on Zoom unless specified otherwise. For the next two hours, we're going to be talking about iOS. Like Pete said, at the midpoint, we will have the big reveal for our movie. So stick around for that and test your knowledge of movie trivia. Then Tuesday is iBug Mini Buzz from 5 to 6. 5 to 6 on Clubhouse. Basically a continuation of what we're doing here tonight. So if you think of something in the middle of the night, write it down and come back tomorrow. Wednesday, Android Insight, back on Zoom at 7 p.m. So there we can talk about all things related to the Android platform, Google tablets, and all the devices that run on the Android platform, including our favorite A-Lady. So come and answer, ask your questions and help others with their questions on that call. Then Thursday is iBug Trekkie Talk. We're watching the next generation, season six, episodes four and five. We watch it ahead of time and get together and discuss it. Come on Thursday at 8 p.m. And then on Fridays, iBug Night at the Virtual Movies, starting at 8 p.m. is the movie, the audio described movie. 7.30 social time with some jokes and some name that tune and general silliness. After the movie is the discussion and trivia. All right. And let's see, like our social media, we have our website, ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org is the best place to get all the current information of what we do and when we do it. All of our services are free. Definitely subscribe, register to get on our mailing list, and you'll get notifications of upcoming events on a regular basis. 
follow us on Twitter at iBug Today, then on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash iBug Today. Post your questions and help others with their questions. You can always send us an email with non-technical questions at iBugToday at gmail.com. And best of all, I have to tell you that we are doing a drawing for the $500 shopping spree. Yes, $500. So just a ticket of $10 gets you a chance to win all that, all those cold clams. And you can buy some cool stuff at the Apple Store, the Google Play Store, or the Amazon, wherever. So that will be in May. So start buying your tickets. All the information for how to purchase them are on our website. If you want to increase your chances, you can buy six tickets for $50. You get one ticket for free. All right. Okay. With that, I will hand it back to Pete. Thank you, Sanjia. Boy, that drawing coming up is exciting, isn't it? I am uh, definitely looking forward to that. Actually, this is the point in the conference where we like to get uh, to say hi to everyone. So I'd like to kind of go around the horn and ask everybody to share uh, their name and where you are calling in from. Also, let us know if you're new to the iBug Buzz in any capacity or if you're new to iBug Today. Uh, and uh, let us know how you heard about iBug Today and uh, talk a little bit about the iOS and Apple products that you may have. I'll go ahead and get us started with the introduction. My name is Pete Lane and I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Anyone else, go ahead and take yourselves off mute. Let us know who you are and where you're calling from. Helene from Arizona. Hey, Helene, welcome. Marie from Reno. Hey, Marie, welcome to you. Jacob from Michigan. I heard Chanel from Houston and who from Michigan? Jacob. Hey, Jacob, welcome. Thank you. Julie from Houston. Welcome, Julie. Hi. Bridget from Atlanta. Hey, Bridget, how are you tonight? Welcome to you. Ed from Georgetown, Ontario. Welcome from up north, Ed. Good to hear Thank from you. you. Gary in Texas. I heard Jerry in Texas and one other. Vincent in New Jersey. Hey, Vincent in Jersey. Jim from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh-oh. Jim from St. St. Louis. Yes, hello. It's great hello. to be here tonight. Man. I've Good known I bug, everybody in iBug, I can't believe, since the end of 2014. My goodness. And you and I have known each other since 2015. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that, huh? Who else do we have? Judy in Connecticut. Judy, 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 welcome to you. Yeah, this is Ned Carl. from Texas. Hey, Ned from Texas, welcome. Thank you. David from Arkansas. Hello, David. Welcome to you. Janet from Colorado. Hello, Janet. How are you tonight? Good. Thomas from Colorado. Thomas. A duel from a duet from Colorado. David from Houston. Hello, David. Brian from North Bay, Ontario. Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> from far above, above, above the border. Rosetta from Conyers, Georgia. Conyers, Georgia. Welcome to you. Thank you. 
And Marvel. I didn't get either one of you. I'm sorry. Marvin from Chicago. Welcome, Marvin. Three from Virginia. Hello, three from Virginia. Welcome aboard. Greg in Texas. Hey, Greg. Sonia in Houston. Welcome, Sonia. Yeah, Jody in New Hampshire waiting for a blizzard. I heard Jody waiting for a blizzard. Who else did I hear? Deb from Kansas. Hey, Deb. Welcome from Kansas. Thank you. Angelo in Ottawa. Hello, Angelo. Welcome aboard. Anyone else? Does anyone have a question? And would anyone like to kick us off with the very first question of the night? There is a special prize. Sandia has been uh, working on that prize for, for months now. I'm, I'm kidding, by the way. <laughs> Does anyone have a question? This is Rosetta. I have a question. I'd like to know how you how do you um, transfer an email to a voice to um, voice memos and then add it to a folder in voice memos. How do you transfer an email into the Voice Memos app and then set it and then put it in a folder within the Voice Memos app? Okay. Yes. Who would like to handle that one? This Who is wants Shri. Go ahead, Shri. So I just want to get some clarification. You're talking about a email. You're not talking about any audio file. Is that correct? No, I'm talking like an email message that I've received an email. I want to take that message to voice memos. I want to transfer it over to voice memos and then put it in a folder that I've already created in the voice memos app. Okay, so if the, an email can't be sent to voice memo, you could send an audio file that you receive in an email to voice memo, but you can't send a plain old email to voice memo. Voice memo is an audio. This is Sandhya. Go, Sandhya. All right. So, um, Ms. Rosetta, I, I, you're in the mentoring program, so you're still new. Um, just saying, um, so the the email is a text. is a It's like written. It's a written communication. So uh, it's not like, like she said, you cannot convert that over into a voice memo. So... If it, if it was a if it was a voicemail like on your phone, then maybe you could do that, but not a a, a written communication. Okay, this Marie. I, hey Sonia, I don't think I made myself clear. What I mean is, how do you move an email from the email to the voice memo app? Is that possible? Uh, Rosetta, this is Pete. That's interesting because, again, as, as we've been saying here, the voice memos is like a recorder. That's like a video or an audio recorder where you record audio sounds. And then, of course, the mail is is a written emails are, are made of text and things like that. So the two um, formats don't necessarily um, 
cohabitate. You know what I mean? I'm this is Jody. Hey, Jody. Hi. Recording. Well, if it is a recorded, if it is a recorded message within an email, that you can save the voice memo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If, if it's just text, then you won't be able to save it. Okay. Um, Sometimes, Rosetta, you can get an email and as an attachment, there is an audio file. Like if somebody uh, spoke, spoke a little speech or something at the end of an email, they could, they could save that and move it over to your voice memos file because they're both audio files. Anyway, why don't you check that out for us uh, between now and next Monday and maybe share a little bit more detail next week. Okay. Thanks for asking that question. Great question otherwise. Who else would have a question for us on uh, iOS? Who wants to be next? This is David. Go, David. Uh, it seems like my magic tap has been losing its magic. <laughs> it seems <laughs> like I do, they do the two-finger double tap. I was trying to answer a phone call today, and it just wouldn't do it. And finally, I got onto it. It said slide, and I slid over, and it answered the call. That's the first time that ever happened about the finding a slide. I didn't know that was even there. But uh, a lot of times I will, you know, use the two finger magic tab to pause. And like I'll be in a in a uh, podcast or watch listening to a movie. Right. And then all of a sudden it starts playing music. You know, I'll pause it yep. and it'll come back on just playing music. Is that just a little glitch we have to put up with? Or it's uh, anybody want to take that one? We have we have two issues here from David. Number one is that he has he was not able to answer a phone call using the magic tap, which is your two finger double tap. Has anyone experienced that particular problem? This Marie. Yeah, Marie. The magic tap has been a problem for a long time. And that's partly because it's used for too many things. It's used to stop and start music. It's used to answer phone calls and it's also used to stop and start dictation. So it gets confused. So first of all, answering a phone call, the quickest, easiest way to do is to take your uh, four fingers and tap the bottom part of your screen and it'll put you on a button that says hide, which is to hide the keyboard. But if you swipe left one time, it will say answer call and you just double tap on it. That's a that's a fail proof way of answering a phone call. The other things with the double tap, uh, there's no answer and everybody experiences that problem. Uh, you you try to start dictation and it starts music or you try to answer a call and it starts music or you hang up a call, any of those. You know, it's just it's a real problem, but it's you're not alone. OK. <laughs> That makes sense, David. Did you did you I, I lean forward uh, here at the bottom? Tap yeah. and just tap, and you can and get. And I believe you can get answer call or end call depending on what you want to do. Yeah, and slide to the right. Actually, slide to the left. Well, actually, if you if you get that a slide to answer call, if you get on that and double tap, that will answer a call to also. Yeah, but I was just trying to to review what you told me. Four finger double tap toward the end bottom and it and it puts you on the hide button swipe left one time oh slide swipe left okay gotcha. no flick no yeah flick flick to the left oh, flick. You don't slide. god damn that's a different yeah all <laughs> that is okay <laughs> 
Yeah, just like you're just like you're swiping, you know, right or left. Swipe. Just swipe left yeah. at one time swipe and you'll left. be on a button that says answer or in call. Gotcha. Thank you. This is Jody. Yeah, Jody. Yeah, you also want to make sure that your fingers don't forget, you know, if, when you're doing it quickly to answer a call, you want to make sure your fingers are spaced apart because if you just have your fingers t uh, too close together, the phone only recognizes that as one finger. That's when you're doing the two finger double tap. The two David. finger double tap. Yeah. You always want to make sure your fingers are spaced right. apart. By about a half an inch or a quarter of an inch, just so there's some air in between those two fingers. It helps. And okay. I do want to comment on the uh, dictation. Um, and that, yeah, it's, it, it's annoying uh, as, as you can get because it does start your start or stop your music. That's whatever source of music you've had playing um, previously, whether it's a podcast or a song or something like that. But I have found that if, you, if, you're, if you're in your dictation text field, say you're trying to dictate a text message, for example, in your messages app, if you flick out of the text field before you do your two finger double tap for dictation, that will usually avoid the problem of beginning to play your audio, your music or something. For instance, if you're starting a text and you wanna say, Pete, it was great to talk to you yesterday. So right before you start your two finger double tap, flick once to the right and your insertion point will actually go past the actual text fields where you want the text to go. But don't worry about that. Then do your two finger double tap to dictate and you will not encounter the uh, problem of music playing or a podcast resuming or whatever the problem has been. I found that okay. as well. I didn't know that was possible. A lot of times there's a dic dictation button right after the text field. But that mm -hmm. seems to be something different uh, than a, I've, I've noticed with, with some apps that is specific to that app um, rather than just general dictation. It, am I mistaken or not? Uh, you may not be mistaken. Uh, as long as the dictation button is part of your on-screen keyboard, your virtual keyboard, then I think you're safe. That's an actual dictation button. Uh, just as if you were doing a two-finger double tap. I know there's the other dictation buttons elsewhere uh, located in different places and different apps, and they may, not, they may uh, be problematic when trying to dictate. Anybody? I, have I don't it? remember. Excuse me. I, I didn't know where it was. I tapped on one of them one time, and it wanted me to sign up for something. And I go, on like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm <laughs> just curious. Somebody chimed in. Who was that? This is Suva. Hey, Suva. Hey. So, yeah. So, I believe when you're talking about the dictation on a different app, so it might show up on Amazon or eBay. It's called uh, Voice Search. So, it also is a very similar to dictation button and is to search by voice. Um, so, maybe that's what you're talking about. It could be. Uh... Now, I don't know if that one needed any extra. I never tried that one. I just started staying away from those things. This is Suva. Yes. So that's just a voice search. Instead of you clicking on the search or put your focus on the search, um, search button and using local dictation to 
um, dictate an item, you do voice search to to find an item. It's, but I prefer the local dictation. You're right. So, yeah. yeah. Who else has got a? Who else is up next? Has another question for us? A fresh one. Anyone with another iOS question? Thomas from Colorado. Uh, Thomas from Colorado, and then Jody. Uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, any uh, Bluetooth keyboard users? I'm trying to figure out a combination of keys that I can use to go from the top of the screen to be able to read with VoiceOver to be able to read the screen from the top to the bottom. Does anybody have any idea how to do that? Okay, we're looking for a read all command for a Bluetooth keyboard user who can help with that one. This is Chanel. Oh, Chanel. Yeah, I so would I I have not used Bluetooth keyboards a lot, but I do know that one command at least I can do on the Mac and I'm assuming it would be the same is VO and the letter A to read all from your current position to the end. So that would be control option or caps lock. You should have those on your Bluetooth keyboard. Um, that is absolutely correct, Chanel. You do well. So I don't know. I, I would assume that would work on a Bluetooth keyboard. So, yeah. So who was it? Was that Tom from Colorado? Thomas, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, so you hit the control and the option and the letter A next to that, right? Yeah. Exactly. At the same time. Okay, perfect. Fantastic. That's what I needed. Thank you so much. Right. Thanks for coming forward. And Chanel, thank you. Who would like to be next? Who do we have with a, a real simple question for iOS? There's got to be simple questions out there. I got plenty. This is Jody. Hey, Jody. Sorry, I forgot you. That's okay. Uh, it's a, a, a quick Apple Watch question. I have a friend who has an Apple watch and the, t the date on the watch is always 24 hours before the date on the phone. And she's tried all kinds of ways to fix it. How do you change that? Mm. Wow. So your Apple watch date is now March 13th. Is it a year ahead or a day ahead? 24 is hours. It, so no, it's, it's 24 hours before it's pre ah. the previous day. So it's March 12th, 2023 on your watch, but, the 13th yes. on your, wow. Yes. Who's encountered that? Plenty of Apple Watch users out there. This and is Jody, Deb from I'm, Kansas. Go ahead, Deb. Um, I would wonder if, if possibly restarting it would help. I don't know. I've never had that issue myself, but I wonder if restarting a watch would help. Okay. Do you know if they've tried that? No, I, I, I think she, she said she tried all kinds of things, but she didn't mention them specifically, but I'll have to ask her that. And you've gone through the normal setting your time and as you would do from scratch with her. Yes. Yeah. Yep. This is Chanel. Yes, Chanel. I've heard, so I also have it where on one area of my face, it'll actually, the watch face, it'll say the current date. And then in another area, it'll say the previous date. And I'm not, that honestly, 
I've heard about it from a lot of people and that's not really something that bothers me too much. I mean, it should, but it could be a feature of whatever face you're using. Um, so you could always try a different face to see if that fixes it okay, or maybe idea. removing the date complication and re-adding it. Although that doesn't seem to work with other problematic complications I've had on my watch. So um, yeah, maybe try a different face. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Chanel. Who's up? Who would like to pose a question? Bridget. Yes, Bridget. Go right ahead. Can I ask a question about the um, Bard Mobile? Yes, you can. Hey, when I double tap to dictate, then it seemed like the book that I was reading comes up. So I close the Bible, call myself closing not the Bible, and coming back, and it's just, it's just doing the same thing. So I can't double tap to put in the DB number. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you're in the Get Books tab. That's the one at the bottom that you highlighted. Get Books, right? And then are you up in your search field, which is up there at the top, right? Well, are you, you get books and double tap for search. Search, right, right. And what you're saying is when you double tap instead of typing in the new book that you're looking for, it just it just reads back the Bible that you're already reading. Yes, when I double tap to dictate the DB number. Ah, okay. Bible just come back up and I call myself closing that out. Uh, good question. I don't know if you need to delete. If the Bible's already been typed in there, I don't know if you need to delete it, like, you know, tap until your uh, your cursor, your insertion point gets to the very end, and then hit delete until you've um, completely removed the Bible. I don't think you should have to do that. I don't normally have to. Anyone else experience this? This is, this is Janet. Yes, Janet. I I always go and um del delete whatever book I'm whatever books in there already and delete it to the to the to the end so there's nothing in that space and it's blank and you can you can just put the DB number in it DB number in and it should find what you're looking for. Miss Marie. Yes, Marie. She said her problem is when she taps, when she double taps in the search field, instead of letting her edit that field, it's starting the book playing. So she's not able to erase what's already there if there's something in the search. If she's not able to get into that edit field, see what I mean? Right. Because she's double tapping and it's starting playing the book instead of editing. And I can't imagine. Are you absolutely sure that you have the focus on the search field, Bridget? Okay, absolutely sure. Not, I'm not sure. This is David. Go, go ahead, David. Go ahead, David. Uh, oh, well, this sounds like the problem we were just talking about uh, a little bit ago. We know where sometimes the double tap and play the last thing that was playing, which in this case would be the book. You know, it's kind of erratic. Uh, does this it happen all the time, or is it just kind of random? 
Brown, because I dictated all of my books. Right. But you double tap, you two-finger double tap to dictate, right? You do the two-finger double tap to do the dictate? Yes, yes, sir. Because you could just go down to the keyboard and, and just uh, one finger uh, double tap on the actual dictate button on your on-screen keyboard, and that, that would kind of avoid this problem. This is Marie. She's She's got to get her focus into that search field. I think that's the problem. She's not getting focus. If it gets there, it will tell you that you're in an edit field, and it will bring up the on-screen keyboard. If that's not happening, then you're not focused on the search field. Yeah, Bridget, try that. When you get to your search field, do a one-finger double tap and listen to hear what voiceover tells you. It'll say, it should say, insertion point at start or insertion point at end. That tells you that you're in your search field, which is a good step. That's what you wanna do first. And then, uh, Marie, you think she can just do a two finger dictate from there? Yes, yeah, she should, she should be able to do, a, well, not a, do the magic tap, the two finger yeah, double two, tap, oh, or she can find the dictate button on the on-screen keyboard, either one. Okay, Bridget, let me back up again. So the first thing you might want to try is put your finger in the search field and then do a one finger double tap. Right. And that should put your insertion point, your cursor in the search field. So you know you're, you're in a position where you're getting ready to type or dictate. Then just to be safe, you should have your keyboard down on the screen at the bottom Look around for your dictate button, your dictate key down there, and then try a single finger double tap on dictate. And you'll hear the bell just like you would if you were doing your magic tap. Then try your DV, your DV number. Okay, DV thank number. You. Yeah, right. you got to break through to get yourself into that uh, text field. Okay, thank okay, you, Bridget. Thank you. Let us know if it uh, works next week. Who else has a question on a new topic? This is Ed. Yes, Ed, what do you have for us? Yeah, I don't, I don't have a new question, but on that question about the Bluetooth keyboard, um, I use Logitech and I, I believe it's something like Command B or Control B uh, to read the screen. But if that doesn't work, the caps, Block K will give you the screen help or the the, the keyboard help. Keyboard and you help. Can try different combinations with using the letter B um, to read the screen. Are okay. you saying B is in Baker? Uh, yeah, B is in Baker. Okay. It's something B. I haven't used it in a long time, but it's something to do with the, the key uh, the key B. That's on Logitech. I don't know about. Well, Logitech other keyboards, yeah. it should be the same, but I don't know. Yeah, the Logitech, any other keyboard should like an Apple keyboard, which would uh, would follow the same keystroke commands as the Mac keyboard, which is what Chanel was saying. So the the VO, the uh, control option key and the A is your read all. I don't know of a B command. Is anybody familiar with that? EOA. EOA. Oh, maybe I've got the command mixed up then. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's the read all, and it uh, 
it works that way on the Mac and the Mac keyboard and, and follows suit on the uh, Bluetooth keyboard for the iOS device. Okay. This is, this is Thomas in Colorado. Yes, Thomas. It did work. So the control option and the letter A, it worked. So you give it a try. answer my question. Cool. So it's the three keys, control option A? Correct. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Thomas. This, Thanks, this is Helene. Hello, Helene. What you got for us? Um, I um, would like to know in voice dream reader, I'm working with Bookshare. It took me two days, but I finally got my book downloaded. And then when I didn't like the voice of that reader, I went through a bunch and I ended up being so desperate after hours that I just purchased for $4.99 someone named Heather. But are there any good voices on VoiceStream that are free? Good question. Heather is very good, and I did not realize she was $5. Uh, who wants to answer voices in VoiceStream Reader? Good ones for free. This is Jody. Go, Jody. I just use the Sabrina voice. But the one thing that you, which is the um, phone voice, the voiceover voice, because uh, I'm so used to hearing it everywhere else. But the other thing you can do is if you're curious about all the voices, if you go to YouTube and search for uh, voice stream reader voices, there's there's somebody that's got a recording of all of them and you can hear you can hear them all without buying them. Uh, what do you put in? I uh, just I just go to YouTube and search for voice dream reader voices. Okay. Thank start you. With, start with free voices. See what that yeah. Well, you. Yeah, I could do well, you could do free voices. Yeah, but I just use a Sabrina voice, which is the voiceover voice. Because we're so well, used to hearing that anyway. Kind of like the the Siri voice. Yeah, you can't use the Siri voice though. I thought, you know, mm -hmm. I was hoping you could do that, but uh I guess there's the re I, there's reasons why you, they can't use that okay because it's copyrighted i guess for Siri. this is suva yes suva um if you go to your voiceover settings on your iphone and download the different voices that are provided by apple you should be able to select any of those voices for voice stream reader also yes yes thank you <clears throat> thank you suva Thank you. Welcome. That helps Helene. Great. Okay. Who's next? This is Deb. Yes, Deb. I had a question about um, um, earphones or whatever. Um, I have a set that it will. So I have a phone and I have an Apple Watch, and intermittently my headphones are switching back and forth between like, I might be wanting to listen to my phone and all at once it connects to my watch. And so then my phone isn't, isn't reading through the, uh, through the earphones anymore. Mm -hmm. And was wondering if there's a, a way to make it so it won't connect to my watch. I've, I've gone into Bluetooth on my watch and it, it, and I've tapped on that, you know, the, the headphones that are connected and there's an option to disconnect, but that only helps for that time. 
it, there's a thing that says, forget this device. And I tried that, but then it says it'll delete it from, it'll delete from all devices in my iCloud account. So I didn't want to do that because I wanted to be able to connect back to my phone. So just asking if anybody has a solution to that, that it won't switch back and forth. Okay. Does anybody have a, an answer, a solution for a simple unpair action doesn't seem to work though, right, Deb? You mean like to disconnect? Yeah. Um, I, I imagine you can go through a, a pair and an unpair kind of a um, activity. Doing, you want to call them? It's doing it automatically. I never paired. I never did pair these to the mm -hmm. watch, but it it just did it. Okay. I suppose. I suppose because you know the phone and the watch are connected. I don't know. Maybe nobody this else is has Sonia. issues with that. Yes, Sonja. Yeah, I mean, I think it's designed that way. And I think it, and I know Brad has talked about this. I just don't remember what his solution was, but it'll remember whatever the last thing that you were paired with, I think. Uh, but I'll have to, um, I, I'm going to go and check it out. But I, I know there's some kind of solution, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> but there is, we have dealt with this issue before. Okay, thank you. Thank there's you. <laughs> okay. Who else has a question while Sanja's checking out Deb's issue? Uh, th this is Vincent. Yes, Vincent. Uh, this is not really a uh, solution or a question, uh, but it's similar to what uh, uh, the lady just said. Uh, usually when I'm using my, uh, uh, my, my headset and I have it paired, let's say, with my phone, if for any reason I have to go to the computer... Uh, it has happened on a couple of occasions that it switches my, my Bitflex uh, 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 headset from the telephone to the computer without my doing anything. It just does mm -hmm. it. I don't know if there's uh, if it's just a, what, a bug or something that could be avoided by doing I don't know what. What so if because you, you're wearing your watch and you've got your phone in your hand. So if you're flicking on your phone on voiceover, you I'm just trying to state a possible scenario. So maybe I'm understanding it. So you're hearing voiceover through your headphones on from your phone. Right. So, so then you stop playing with your phone, go over and touch your watch face. And then those headphones switch over and come from the watch. Uh, no, I, I actually don't. Uh, I, I, let's say that I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening to something in my phone and I just have to go to the computer to access a different website or to answer something. And uh -huh. it switches it. Uh, uh, I don't turn off anything on my phone. I don't do any, any switch. It just automatically the computer picks up the, the, the B-Flex. I got you. That's your um, scenario, Deb. Pretty yes. Um, I, I haven't even touched my watch and it'll switch there. And mine also is Beats Flex. So maybe it's something ah, like maybe that it's particular, right. maybe it's that particular thing. I don't know, but it, you know, I, I've thought a couple times, maybe it's because maybe I've had my hand up towards my 
<laughs> towards the headphone or something, but I'm not sure because it just cause it kind of does it randomly. But you know, if you're wearing a watch, you've always got it on close by too. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, well, hopefully uh, we can get somebody to come back with an answer, but if not, then uh, sorry about that. And uh, let's see if we can move on to another question. Does anyone else have a question on another topic? This is Vincent. Yes, Vincent. Uh, this is concerning uh, Zoom and uh, voiceover. I received a text message that had a link. Uh, however, I tried everything to get to, uh, to the link. I tried links, I tried lines, I, and, and nothing worked. So what I did was uh, I, I knew that the, the link was there. So I turned voiceover off, which I have done in the past, and it has worked. And I, and I double tapped, I tried it about two or three times, and uh, it brought up the screen for, uh, for, uh, uh, for Zoom. However, when I try to uh, start voiceover again, I cannot do it. So yes, I am in the Zoom meeting and I'm listening to everything, but I have no control over it because voiceover uh, cannot be activated. And I wonder if there's any solution uh, for yes. that to activate voiceover while Zoom is active. And you're hitting your power button three times to activate voiceover. I, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, actually, I uh, no. What I, I what I did was I was calling Siri to turn voiceover on. I I huh? didn't do that. Try the triple click on your power button. I assume you've got a later model phone. Uh, I don't know if perhaps your Siri spoken command is somehow um, interfering with. You know, with the with the Zoom audio, I don't know. This is just a complete random thought. But try your triple click on your power button on the upper right and see if you have any better luck. Okay, thank you. Does anyone else have a solution? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump in on that one. This is Jody. Yes, Jody. I don't think you can use Siri at the same time you're on a Zoom call or or phone call. Yeah, there's a conflict often. Yeah, there's a conflict. Multiple and uh, voice. What I do is I'd lock the screen and then and then uh, try turning voiceover on while the screen is locked and see if that might work. This is Suva. Yes, Suva. My question is, why is it giving you a problem to begin with to click on mm -hmm. the URL or the link while voiceover is on? It seems that the, uh, this is Vincent. Uh, yes, the link the link was not active in some of the text messages that I received. I, I have the option of just uh, 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 flicking down and, uh, and it gives me, I, I have the opportunity to double uh, tap and uh, it brings me to the website, to the link. But in, in a couple of messages that I have received, it seems that the link isn't there. Maybe it was the way it was sent uh, and, and the link is not a button. I, when I go to links, it doesn't do anything. I double tap, they're looking for the link and, and I, I don't get it. And- uh, you're, tur so, you're turning your rotor to links, you mean? Right, and, right. And it's not in the rotor, yeah. I, I, links, is, links is in the rotor, but, right. when, I go, when, but when I try to activate the, the, the link in the message, it doesn't do anything. And you're speaking of the messages app, a, mess, a text message in your message. It's a text message that says, you know, join us for uh, uh, right. what, 
time and uh, it, and it has a link and it, the link is there i you know i i hear it right but don't uh, it's unable to activate it yeah oh this is sanya um yes, just same thing i mean i've had like uh text messages from doctor's offices trying to confirm an appointment and I can't open the link. So yeah, that, so that does happen. I have a, I have a possible solution to that. And um, if you, if you're in your messages thread and say the message um, was that Thomas who was speaking? I've been no, it was Suba. Suba. Um, say the message came from Pete Lane, uh, go down and into Pete, and Thomas's thread in your in your messages app, and then go to the top of that screen, and at the very left hand button will be the back button. Flick once to the right, and you'll see my name. That indicates that the thread is between you and myself. It'll say Pete Pete Lang. That will open up a new screen, and if you flick down multiple times, I'm thinking maybe ten to twelve times, you'll see uh, a series of um videos and then links and if there are no videos that we've exchanged they, you know that won't be there but you will see a links and then following that if you continue flicking to the right you'll see all of your links in order in list form in chronological order uh just did a demo recorded demo on that so uh go to your forefinger uh, single tap at the top of that thread screen where you and I are, you see our uh, individual email or uh, text exchanges, then flick once to the right, tap on my name, and then flick down into that screen and you'll see the word links and tap on that, double tap on the links, and then you will see all links exchanged as far back as they, they exist until you've deleted any of them. And you should be able to isolate that that way and tap on that individual link when you encounter it. And that should connect without any difficulty. The same with you, Sandhya, I would think. This is Jody. Uh, yes, Jody. Uh, you know, one workaround that I would use is I'd copy the whole message, put it in a, in a email and, and it might work from there. I would uh, endorse that, Jody, if it's faster <laughs> than uh, the solution that I um, just kind of described, and it probably sounds like it would be faster because I described it very poorly. But this is an iOS 16 new feature where if you go to the back screen from your thread screen, your individual thread uh, screen on your text, on your messages app, and then down below there, you will see all of your videos, your links, and I think even documents. Um, and they can be individually um, double tapped and then they will lay them, lay them out in chronological sequence in a list format. And I think it's intended for that. Apple uh, brought this new feature about in iOS 16 for that problem, I think among others, but I think they recognize that sometimes an embedded link inside a text message is, is often uh, difficult to activate. This is Suva. Yes, Suva. Well, thank you for letting me know. I didn't know that. That's interesting. All right, let's keep going. Okay. It's All right, Ann. move on. Yes. Who's next? It's, uh, it's Ann from St. Louis. Okay, Ann, what you got? Um, I've run into this before, and what I did was um, 
I um copied and pasted the the text message into the notes app. What you do is you take three fingers, tap one, two, three, four times quickly, and you're gonna turn your rotor until you hear it say uh copy and then you go to your notes app and you you paste it if you know how to copy and paste because some of the links the focus i guess can't get to them i know that sounds like it's more complicated than it is i like the idea of emailing it to you emailing it to yourself though and then when i did um was once I, I had it in there, then it came right open. Apple, yeah, because um, I, okay. I had a link and I, I could not get it open for love or money. And I called the accessibility hotline and they, they taught me that. And it's like once I pasted it in there, and then what I do is uh, double tap and hold. You take your Index finger, double tap and hold. It'll make a sound kind of like that. And then it'll give you the option, um, if it's app-based, give you the option to open the link up in the app or open it up in Safari or whatever you're using for a default browser. Hope that helps somebody. Okay, Anne, thanks. That's a good uh, solution, very similar to what Jody had suggested in that is to get it out of the message itself and uh, put it into, in her case, the email, in your case, the notes. But um, hey, I'll see if I can post that uh, demo that I recorded, uh, five little tips about messages, and that's one of them. Uh, maybe that'll seem a little bit more reasonable once you've heard it in a demo format. Okay, who else has a fresh question? Uh, this is Vincent, sorry. Okay, Vincent. What uh, do you have? This is in, in a text message. I use uh, dictation. Okay, so many times when I start dictating, uh, it will stop by itself. When I try to reactivate it, it reactivates it, but immediately it turns itself off. What I had tried was to uh, uh, put a type on a space or do a, a return and try to uh, dictate once again and nothing worked. So one of the, some, and sometimes it works that I just sent that part of the message. If I delete the message uh, and start all over again, I, I can't solve the problem, but it seems to come back uh, often, not with all emails and regardless of whether it is a long text message, uh, a long uh, uh, dictation or not short one. So I wonder if there is any thing that I doing wrong, maybe in settings or somewhere. Interesting. Who has a thought on that for Vincent? This Kathy. Yes, Kathy. I think the best way to do dictation is to hold in um, the power button and just talk. Like if I were going to send a text, um, I I'd just hold in the button and say text, you know, text Paul Shelton Mobile, and then I'd start the text, and I don't let up on my finger until I'm done. And that way, um, 
stops it from from interrupting or stopping at the wrong point. Hmm. Uh, th- and this so I don't go into. I don't go into text. I'll just do it out of the blue. You know, just hold in the button and say text whoever. That you're using Siri essentially. Yes. Right, Marie, you had a comment. That's what I was going to say. That's using Siri. That's not dictation. That's two different things. Mm-hmm. Although you, oh. although you are dictating, but you're using Siri. You're not using dictation in that yeah. instance. They are different features within iOS, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm get the same end result often if you're lucky but uh vincent does that seem to maybe fit your situation uh no not really uh because in 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 this particular case i am in the text of a message and uh i am addressing that in particular not a new message Uh, you mean all right marie again go ahead marie Real quick. Vincent, are you are you hesitating for any long period of time? Because if you stop speaking for a certain amount of time, dictation, I believe, will automatically turn off. Uh, uh, no, I actually changed the uh, uh, the I went to settings and I changed that. So any delays would be taken into consideration. But oh. for the most part, I am very aware of that. And I keep on talking. I keep the flow of the conversation to prevent it from happening. Yeah, well, let's table that for now. Maybe Vincent All right. visit it in the second half if there's a lull. But in the meantime, we have reached the top of the hour, and I'll turn it back over to Sandhya to take it from here. Thank you, Pete. All right, great questions there. Lots of them, Thanks. too. Okay, so uh, we are now at the midpoint. Uh, we'd like anybody who didn't get to say hello, say your name and where you're from, please. This is Herbie in Houston. Hey, Herbie, welcome. This is Dee from Southern Illinois. Welcome, Dee. Southern. Hey, Priscilla, the Queen, and Miss Vanessa, welcome. Thank you. Marsha from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Hey, Marsha, welcome. Lyndon Conroe. Hello, Linda. Hi. Kathy and Tulsa. I'm Kathy. Debbie in Kentucky. Welcome, Debbie. Suba from Houston. Hey, Suba. Welcome. Hello. Okay. Uh, So, I guess you know what's going to happen next, right? So, we are now going to do the big reveal for our movie this Friday. So exciting. Uh, And with those extraordinarily complicated clues, often oblique clues, I'm going to hand it over to the iBug guy. iBug guy, are you out there? Nominated for 11 Academy Awards, Everything Everywhere All at Once won seven Oscars tonight. For actor in a supporting role, actress in a supporting role, original screenplay, film editing, directing, actress in a leading role, and best picture. Yes, 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 I am back. And as you heard, our movie from Friday night was a big winner at the Oscars last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> all right, all right. We are ready to do some clues to pick this week's movie. So, and I want to hear some new people playing this time. So I kicked out some of the regulars, <laughs> them from coming to the meeting tonight. So others will have a chance. We've got uh, a couple of rules. First, you have to always say your name, wait to be recognized before you try to guess the title of the movie. And you get one guess per clue. So let's get ready for Michael something. There goes that log. <laughs> all right, all right. Our clues tonight are provided by none other then I left out the name. <laughs> All right, we'll have to pick that up later. Okay, let's get with it. Clue number one. Our film this week is set in a large state on the West Coast. Mm. That narrows it down quite a bit. A large mm -hmm. Got to be California, but there's a lot Gotta of movies in California. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We just take a guess. Take a guess. This is Pete. All right, Pete. L.A. Confidential. L.A. Confidential. That's in a large state on the West Coast, but not the one we're watching tonight or this week. <laughs> This one Marie. down, about 500 to go. All right, Marie, go ahead. City of Angels. City of Angels, another great movie from a West Coast big state. Actually, the same city as the previous guest, and it's still wrong. Huh. <laughs> this is Kathy. Super. All right, Suma then Kathy. Eminence and Shadow. What? That didn't, that didn't sound like Kathy. <laughs> Sorry, Suva. I didn't understand it, so we're going to throw that one out. All right. Something Next. The shadow. Okay. Yeah, I heard the shadow. Okay, Kathy. Well, I was thinking the big state was Washington and the movie was um, Twilight. Oh, Kathy! Kathy! No yeah, way. Kathy! Goodness, how did you do that? Outside Not this the time, Kathy. Good try. All right, we're moving on. Who number two? <laughs> two. Oh, yeah, two. Okay. <laughs> Our film is a lean, mean tale of adultery and murder. Mm -hmm. A lean, mean tale of adultery and murder. This is Marie. Oh, All right, what Marie. The, what, what was the first guess? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I what, guessed it. Okay. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So okay. I, I thought you'd already said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Helene. Go, Helene. Dial M for murder. Ooh, that is another great guess. Have we seen that one before? Yes. I think we've seen that one before, Helene. So, guess what? I didn't see it. We're not going to watch it again anytime soon. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Anybody else? (laughs) All right. Moving on. Clue number three. All right. It, the movie, it has been transferred mm-hmm. to the screen at least half a dozen mm-hmm. times in an array of social contexts. It has been transferred to the screen at least half a dozen times in a in an assorted array of social contexts. This is Ned. Ooh, Ned. Madam X. He's a good guesser. But you let me down this time, Ned. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Come again. Anybody this is Suba. Mm-hmm. Oh, Suba's coming back. It's it has to be Vinland mm-hmm. Saga season two. <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard number two, but I don't know what the first part he said. Vinland mm-hmm. Saga. Oh, oh, that. No, sorry. If you'd have said number three, maybe been closer. <laughs> but, <laughs> anybody else want to take a stab at it? Ooh, I shouldn't say stab, but gives it away. <laughs> and remember, everybody out there, you can unmute and say your name and guess. So. Sure. Not just these all right. people. Remember all the clues. That was clue number three. Thirty-seven. Was that please three? Don't, please, yeah. three. <laughs> okay, keep okay. going. Okay, let's go to clue number four. Four, 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 four. It's it it has it has it has it has what does it have? It has a potent mix of close, no, yes, no, class. It has a potent mix of class anxiety and carnal violence. Oh my goodness. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Really? A little risque here, aren't we? <laughs> class anxiety and carnal violence. Goodness, who picks this stuff? Post <laughs> uh, Right. What's that? Somebody guessing? Pete, are you guessing? No, sorry. This is Ned again. All right, Ned again. Is it Dead Ringer? Dead Ringer. Ooh, Ned. 
Ed is on the right track. He is so close. And guess what, Ned? You are still on the right track. <laughs> what? He's still mm. wrong. But wrong. <laughs> but he's on the right track. I said he's on the right track. Okay, keep going. Keep going. going to be positive. Any okay. other guesses? Positive Any other? Wrong. Okay. A potent mix of class anxiety and carnal violence. All right, moving on to our last wow. clue, number five. All right. <laughs> You're going to stump them. Maybe, unless yeah. I throw in a bonus clue to give it away. Uh, All right, yeah. clue number five. The No, wait. Yes. Five, the version five. we're watching out of that half a dozen mm. is, no. The version we're watching gave the noir genre one of its iconic femme fatale. Oh, I got a lot of French in that one. That's I have where no the idea what you just came. said. The version <laughs> of the movie we're watching gave the noir genre. This is David. One of its most iconic femme fatale. Okay, David's got it. I can feel it. Is it the Black Dahlia? Ooh. Oh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> He's squeaking. It must be right. So close, David. So close. Nikki? Oh, Nikki's coming in for the home. Uh, uh, what is it? Last Tango in Paris with. Brandon, I mean uh, Marlon Brando. Uh, unless they move Paris to California. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that part. I guess nice I missed try. It. Nice try. Move on. Move on. Any other guesses? <laughs> um, I thought I was going to give it away. Yeah, this Greg. Oh, Greg. Oh, Greg's coming in. What about Psycho? Ooh, Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. It's got that. Mm. Almost like a femme fatale. But oh, not this time, Greg. Good try. Pete. Pete. Oh, Pete's coming in. Accidental tourist. Accidental tourist. Method violence? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. And the female. Maybe. Does it have carnal violence, though? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe not. He's picking. All right. Up. Any other guesses on clue number five? Nikki, you're eliminated at this point. Okay. All right. No problem. If there's no other guesses, then I think we've stumped the group. Tonight. No, I'm going to throw in this bonus clue. Oh, no. This is going to give it away for all of our <laughs> very knowledgeable, educated. Uh -oh. I'm talking to the wrong group. Sorry. It. I already know who's going to get it. Based on James M. Cain's best selling novel. 
Once a scandalous 1934 novel. I read that wrong. But anyway, you got the point. <laughs> James E. Kane's best-selling Once Scandalous 1934 novel. This movie is based upon that story. Looks like Ooh. nobody read it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was Suba, Suba's got a guess. Oh, Suba's coming in. The, the final guess is To Your Eternity. To Your Eternity. Yeah. From Here to Eternity, yes. From no. Here to Eternity. Is pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> pretty what? Just um, pretty. <laughs> All right. I guess we've stumped them this week. So, oh, Johnny, oh, you oh, get oh, oh, Richard, Richard, Richard has one last guess. Okay, Richard. Um, I'm going to take a stab at it. Obsessed with Beyonce and Indris Alba? Obsessed is in the right ballpark. But not this time. <clears throat> Okay, our film feature this Friday is The Postman Always Rings, rings Two Times, Two Times, ding, twice. Ding. The Postman mm. Always Rings Twice. Uh, I've actually heard of that. Very movie. new movie wow. from 1946. 1946. Oh, wow. This is the original version starring oh, cool. Lana, Lana Turner and John Garfield. It is, it is a wow. It's in black and white, but it and it is a talkie, so <laughs> we're happy about the talkie part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the, there is some pretty this is a pretty racy movie actually so you better come yeah. and check oh, it out really? okay um, all right mr mcculloch you want to say good night uh, bye mr mcculloch say good night i am leaving <laughs> on right after the oscar okay bye mr mcculloch after the oscar He's leaving on a free train. All right, good. good. Night, there he goes. <laughs> Bye, Mr. McCulloch. Okay, very good, very good. He just likes to pretend those applause are for him. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh. There he goes. We all know different. This feels so. incredible. All right. There is no movie without our brilliant and big-hearted cast and crew, but not... All right, very good now. All right, so now we're going to do our iBug Bite segment. That was, like I said, in case you missed the movie, it's the postman always rings twice, okay? So now we're going to have a quick iBug Bite segment, and then we'll go back to our regular questions after that. So let's see. Pete, you can tell me if you hear this. Hi folks, let's do a quick iBug bite on how to get to the top and the bottom of long, long lists on your iPhone. How many times have we been caught in a list when all we have at our disposal is the flick gesture? We can flick right once, twice, three, four, five, six times. 
And where do we find ourselves? Only six slots down a lengthy, lengthy list. Or we can flick to the left. One, two, three, four, five, six times again. Only an inkling farther up the list than where we started. So let's look at a couple of alternatives that will get us to the top of the list or to the bottom of the list much more quickly. Let's first find a list. I'll guarantee that there's a long, long list in the inbox of my mail app. So let's open mail, specifically Gmail. Mail, Gmail, back button. And we'll flick until we get to the top email in this list. Edit, button, inbox, heading, search, search field, dictate, button, messages, unread, reminders at axlinux.com, patient survey reminder. Now in my list, the top email is the most recent email. So let's just flick through a couple of these to become familiar with their subject because we'll be coming back to the top of the list, hopefully very quickly, once we discuss our options. Unread, reminders at axlinux.com, patient survey reminder. Here's the first email in the list. It's from a physician reminding me of a patient survey they want me to do. This is about the 10th reminder they've sent. Pete Lane, Mac Rumors article yesterday. Second email from myself with an article relating to the Mac. Pete Lane, FWD, order act 175848. The next email is from Ambutech that I copied and forwarded to myself, specifying my order details. Looking forward to getting that. Okay, next. I want to go way down into the middle of this list so we can explore ways to get back to the top. So the first thing I will do will be to use a three finger swipe up. This takes you down pages at a time. So I'll do several of these. Page three of ten, page four of page five of page six of page seven of page eight of page nine of page eleven of page twelve of twelve. And we'll jump out of the list, touch the tip of my finger to the closest email, and let's see the date for that email. That'll tell us how far down into the list we've gotten. Pete Lane, the story of the blind skateboarder, 12 slash 13 slash 22. I performed several three finger swipes up, so I have gotten quite a ways down. I'm back to mid-December. Okay, now we know how far we have to come to return to the present to the most recent email at the top of my list. So, how do we attempt this? First, we'll flick to the left to go back up one email at a time. Pete, 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 Pete. My index finger is already tired of flicking. Let's jump out, find the closest email. Pete Lane, read, parrot joke, 1 slash 7 slash 23. I flicked quite a few times there, and I'm only to January 7th. Let's try our next technique, which will be to swipe up the list by taking three fingers and swiping down. Page 7 of 12. Page 6 of 12. Page 5 of 12. I did it a few times, and where did I land? How far forward did I move in time? MichaelConnolly.com, coming out this November. Resurrection Walk, 1 slash 25 slash 23. Well, with all that swiping, I've moved forward less than three weeks to January 25th. By the way, that's a new Michael Connolly book coming out soon. Now let's look at a new technique, and this will be to go to the bottom of the screen and find the toolbar. Toolbar, Compose, Button, Updated Just Now, Toggle Filtering, Button, and then the Vertical Scroll Bar, Messages, Vertical Scroll Bar, 12 Pages, 34%, Adjustable, and we find ourselves with a percentage, 34%, Adjustable, 
Now I want to go up the page, which will be to reduce the percentage to zero. So let's take one finger and swipe up on this percentage indicator until we bring it down to zero. 24, 14, 4%, 4%, 0%. Okay, now we're at 0%. And let's jump out and see what email we landed on. Unread. Reminders at axlinux.com. Patient survey reminder. And voila, there's email number one, the most recent, which is the patient survey reminder. Let's flick to the right a couple of times just to confirm that we are on the right email, the first email at the top of the list. Pete Lane, MacRumors article yesterday. And sure enough, there's our second email, the Mac tip that I sent to myself. And since we're at the top of the list, let's go to the bottom and find the toolbar. Toolbar. Compose. Button. Updated. Toggle filter. And the vertical scroll bar. Messages. Vertical scroll bar. 12 pages. 0%. Adjust. And we can find that it works in reverse order as well. Since we're at the top of the list, we are at 0%. We can quickly get to the bottom of the list by swiping down with one finger on that vertical scroll bar, and you'll hear our percentage increase until we get to 100%. 10 per 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90%, 100%. Now the final technique I will demonstrate works only to get to the top of your list when you're buried way down deep. This is a very quick and simple gesture. What we do is reach to our status bar, which, as we know, is the strip which appears at the top of every screen on our phone, and place our voiceover focus in that status bar. Cellular. There we go. Now I merely perform a single finger double tap. Cellular. Page 1 of 13. All I did is find my focus on the cellular item in the status bar, performed a single finger double tap, and as you heard voiceover say very quickly, Cellular. Page 1 of 13. Page 1 of 13. That means exactly what it says. We are now back to page 1 of 13 pages in our email list. Imagine how long that would have taken if we were to flick by one email at a time or swipe down with three fingers at a time. Let's verify that we are at our top email in our list. Messages, unread, reminders at xlinux.com, patient survey reminder, 10, 28 a.m. And you got it, there it is, the patient survey from my physician. So that's it, several quick ways to get to the top or to the bottom of a lengthy list. I hope you got something out of this. And now I'll take any questions that you might have. This is David. Yes, David. I like the sound effects. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Angelo? Yes, Angelo. Uh, when you did, okay, you touched the status bar and then you did a double tap. Did you do that inside the status bar or in the message bodies? It's uh, inside the status bar. Once your voiceover focus is up there and it was on cellular, I think, then just double tap anywhere on the screen, single finger double tap and and it'll jump you right up to the top uh, top one of those emails. Thank you. Yes. Mrs. Karen. Yes, Karen. What was that part about at the bottom that says toggle? Yeah. Um, and this is, there's really two takeaways, I think, from this. Um, the, the one is the one we, that Angela just asked about where you do the single finger double tap once your focus is up there in that status bar. But the other is the use of that scroll bar and the progress bar at the very bottom. It appears at the bottom of your inbox if you're in email. Now this works wherever there's a, 
progress bar. There's also there's also one in your in your messages app. Um, other apps like I think WhatsApp has one. Um, you know, wherever there's a list of items in a long, long row. The progress bar is at the bottom and it'll show you it. So if you do a four finger single tap at the bottom of your list, you'll find uh, your scroll bar, which has, in, in this case, it has things like um, compose, if you wanna start a new email, uh, trash, things like that. But if you keep flicking to the left, you'll get to the portion of it, the button on it that says progress bar. And there you'll hear a percentage. And then if you flick up, you'll go by percentage up to the very top of the list and you'll know you're at the top when you hit 0%. So play with that at the bottom. You can flick up or flick down. You'll hear the percentage get larger and smaller. That way you know you're moving up or down the list pretty quickly. So. That's a, that's a real good tool to use. It's called the progress bar. All right, this is Karen. What, why do you have to go all the way down there? I do that um, the vertical scroll bar, progress bar. I just tap somewhere on the right, the very corner of the right side of the screen, way like over in the corner, and I find it and I flick up and down with my thumb. Why do you have it's to go to the bottom for that? I guess you don't have to. I didn't. I wasn't aware there was a, a button over there. It's over on the right hand side of your. You... Mm -hmm. I don't know. If there's a button. I just tap somewhere. Mm -hmm. Depending on like where my hand is on the screen, I have to tap around sometimes until I find it. Up or down, you know, the very, very far, far right side. Right. If my well, hand that... is already near the top, I'll tap near there, and cool. My hand is somewhere in the middle or bottom. I'll tap and. It's... I do that every day, all day, but I never go to the bottom. Oh, okay. Well, good. Sounds like it's probably quicker once you can find it. If it's mm -hmm. the bar, it's, a, it's the same kind of tool. It's just you find it uh, over on the side, and I find it at the bottom. Okay. Uh, this is Vincent. Yes, Vincent. Uh, does that, it, it is, also, is it also available in contact and phone? I heard the usually when I when I go it, when I go to the contacts there it starts with A, B, C, D, etc. etc. Is there a pathway to get the same pathway to get from A to Z, let's say? You know, I don't know if there's a progress bar in the contacts app. So I don't know if there's a scroll bar in the contacts app, Vincent. That's a good question. This is Greg. Yes, Greg. Yeah, I think it's called uh, uh, section index instead of a vertical yeah. scroll bar. But to navigate quickly through that, uh, you just would uh, get your focus on that that uh, section index and right. or are on the vertical scroll bar, whichever one, and double tap with one finger and hold right. until you hear a sound. And then you can move your finger up and down and, and go very quickly through the letters or the percentages. Thanks, Greg. Any other questions? All right, All right, Sonia, let's head back to part two. All right, thank you. Thank you, Pete, very good. All right, so who didn't get a chance to ask a question the first time around? This is your big chance. Who would like to ask a question? It's Linda. Go ahead, Linda. Um. Has the 
edit. Well, it's not the edit button, but it's um select text. Is that gone? I text don't seem selection. to find that. Are, yeah, text, text selection. selection. Yes. All right. Anybody want to talk about text selection? Is it still there? Ooh, who has an answer for Linda? This is Karen. Go, Karen. You said it's missing? Is that what she said? Yeah, she's not seeing text selection. Okay. I'm sure it's probably still there. You probably, you probably need to just go to your settings and put it back onto your rotor. It's still there. I use it every day, all day. Good deal. Thank you, Karen. Good job. So, yeah, Karen is absolutely right. So, Linda, have you checked your rotor to see if it's in there or maybe got kicked out? Or I will do that now. Thank I'll you. Go back to your, uh, you know, your voiceover, and then you can make sure to go back and add it to the rotor. <laughs> and try to I'll put it that. next to the edit box so that way you can do them near each other because you can reorder them. Uh, reorder the the rotor items so all right that's another story okay good question linda thank you karen okay next who's at our next question yeah this is greg go greg yeah text selection is only going to show up in the rotor if you're in a um in a text field uh, otherwise it, it won't show up as an option okay So if you're on a website, then you're not going to get to see it. I, uh, you won't see, you can't select text if you're on a website. I'm trying to remember. This is Pete. Go Pete. Yes, you can get it in a website. And there are other um, screens where you can get it as well, where you're not technically in a text field. Okay. But there are some spots where you're not always going to get it. I do know that. I just don't know how to characterize those. Okay. All right, thank you. Good question. All right, next. D. Go D. Okay, since the uh, section index was brought up just a minute ago in contacts, and when you flip down through that, it'll go capital A, capital B, capital C. Is there any way to get that thing to leave off capital? So it'll just go A, B, C. Uh oh. That drives me insane. Okay, how can we help restore desanity? Anybody? Oh, uh, where to begin? Any questions? <laughs> Anybody have any ideas? Who hasn't had a turn answering a question? Anybody? Jody. Go, Jody. Mine doesn't say capital. Mine just says A B C D. Okay, so any I'm also thoughts? still running. I'm also still running fifteen point seven. This is D. Go ahead. I'm thinking in the past it did not read the capital, but now it is. Okay. At least okay. on mine it is. Okay. All right. We will try to, but that's my, I thought, I think, verbosity, I think. And then you could see if it's reading capitalizations or something. Okay. That's my thought. If anybody else has anything this else? Terry. Terry Ann, go ahead. Um, have you, since it started doing that, have you turned off your phone and then look, turn it back on to reboot? Yeah, my phone's Maybe. been turned off since. Oh, darn. Okay. 
Sorry. All right. That's too easy a solution, right? I know. Good try, Darian. Okay. It works a lot of times. I know. All right. Okay, D. Good luck. Okay, next. Who else? This is David. Go, David. Yeah, I just checked it. I, I'm having the same thing when I use a section index, like on the contacts. Uh -huh. uh, when you swipe, it does cap A, cap B, cap C. Uh -huh. um, I don't know if it used to do that or not. I, I don't really use that feature a lot. So it, it may have changed, though. Okay. All right. So you're not the only crazy one. I mean, you're not the only one, D. Yeah. Okay, well, so. I had another, well, uh, thing I wanted to bring up, but if... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Know, it's fine. Go this, ahead. Um, does anybody um, play around with the dynamic island? Okay. Anybody have any issues with the dynamic island? It's not a reality show. <laughs> this is Sandia. I I have I have one, and I just don't even understand what its purpose is. I've been told what the purpose is, but I don't see any purpose. But go ahead. What's your question? Oh, I, don't, I mean, occasionally I see stuff in that area, but sometimes, like just now on the while I was listening to the call, I was just swiping around there and. There, it said like expand, but it doesn't seem to expand. I don't know how you manually add something to that island, or maybe it's just certain apps are programmed to use it. Um, and maybe not all of them have, have added that support yet. Like, so, for example, the Zoom call doesn't show up in there, you know, because that's my active thing. Um, I, I thought it was supposed to be like whatever you're uh, kind of like something you can monitor in the background, you know, while you're doing other stuff. Right, right. I, I thought it was similar um, to like picture in picture for apps. Yeah, or something, something but... like that, like a picture in picture for apps. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I'll, I'll let everybody comment. Okay. Any other comments? Because I have yet to see anything in my dynamic islands. This so is basically, just go ahead. Um, Brad has actually, I think, talked about this on this call where Uber recently did start to supporting the dynamic island where you could see like the status of your uber trip without having to leave like the current app that you are in so i think that it's a matter of more apps supporting the feature as time goes on okay i thought yeah i think i know janet mentioned something about active whatever but i didn't know if that was okay i don't know okay all right thank you okay Okay, David, good luck with the dynamic island. Okay. Who else? New question. Sorry. Yes? I have a comment and a question. My comment is in section index, I have a 13 Pro running 16.3.1, and it says cap A, cap B. My other phone, which is running 15, does not say capital. <laughs> okay, is, good job. Field research. I was <laughs> <iOS> specific. <laughs> okay, good job. Thank you. But my question is, just recently, and this is a real recent, and I've even tried uh, turning my phone off and, and restarting it, but when I'm in an edit field, a lot of times when I, I'll like get to the end of the line, and when I flick my finger up to back up, you know, character by character, instead I start getting, like, delete you know all these options like actions rather than it navigating in the edit field i don't this is a real recent thing because i've used i've used on-screen keyboard and, and editing text a lot and i i don't know what 
I don't know if it's because I'm still running 15.7. This is on my primary phone, and it's Apple's just bugging me to update all the time. Okay, anybody having this issue with weird things navigating? In text, in a text field. In a text field. So you're typing and you swipe, you want to swipe backwards to... Yeah, like I get at the end of a field and I want to, I want to go back and maybe change a a letter or something. And Uh instead of, instead of just backing up one letter at a time, like it's supposed to, and I double check to make sure that I'm in characters. Uh But instead of, instead of giving me the characters, it's, it's saying things like delete or read, redo or something, you know. Huh. So it's going like into the action field on the rotor, sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, I'll have to see if we can recreate that. But that's still on the 15.7, right? Yes. Okay. But it doesn't so, do it on the other mini. phone? It's a 13. No, no. Okay, so maybe it's that. Okay, anybody have any experience with that? No. Okay. No. Well, I'm one of a kind. You know that. I, I know that. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Very good. Who's next? New question. Buddy. This, okay. this is Helene. Go, Helene. Um, this is probably a very basic question, but um, how do I delete contacts um, if um, I no longer... If they're no longer in this world. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And, and I went through them, and there's so many, and I keep saying, this is very scary. Well, how do I get rid of it? Okay. Well, all right. Anybody on? This is D. Go ahead, D. Okay. You select that contact. You go to the edit at the top of the right corner of the page. Tap that which will bring up another page and down near the bottom of that page it will say delete contact and you double tap on it and it all goes away all right that was short and sweet d good job michael go ahead sir uh yeah helene uh, uh, another if you want to uh delete contacts that are still living uh come to the <laughs> friday night movie and <laughs> We'll show you how to do that. <laughs> but, but, um, I, I'll have one. This is Senya. I had one. Somebody, t- I think um, Tom, Tom Frank has done some demos on here. And he says that he keeps a whole list of people that are no longer in this world. So because you never know when you might want to reach their families or whatever. I don't know. He had a good reason. So he has a list of dead people so maybe he plans on reaching them somewhere else yeah um, yeah yeah, well he's yeah he's he's specific we have specifically talked about that okay great question (laughs) helene thank you yeah this greg greg yeah another option on deleting a contact is if you uh put focus on that contact and you don't open it but you just put focus on it then you can do a one finger triple tap which will bring up a context menu and it's, you can flick through to delete contact. It's a little quicker than going to the edit uh, button and finding delete that way. Just cool. a one finger triple tap. Right. This, this is, this is Helene. Can you just tell me how you get a focus? 
just just flick to the right until you hear the person's name and then do a one finger triple tap and then you okay. flick to the right until you hear delete contact wow really cool cool and focus just means you know whatever voiceover is reading to you that's your focus that's where you are you know so very okay very good question helene good job mm -hmm. Okay, and as we know, there are many ways to do the same thing. Okay, all right. And this this is Marcia. When I when go I ahead, click, go ahead. Okay. When when I click, you know, when you're flicking down and you get to the um to the one that you want to delete, I can just take one finger and flick up, and it will say uh, different things, but it will always get to the delete, and it makes that's the fastest one I have. And you're talking about deleting a contact in the contacts app, or what I you am. Doing? Okay, well, all right. We'll have to mm. check it or, out. Or may, well, maybe it's maybe it's in the email. Maybe it's yeah, maybe that I'm sounds wrong. consistent with an email. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank no, it's a good good point, and it's easily confused. So thank you. Okay. Thank you. That's good. Good, Marsha. Good job. Okay, who else? Question. Go ahead. It's, it, I mean, y'all. Everybody's probably been said he never heard this, but have you ever heard? I've heard it in emails and I've heard it in text messages. It's like I'll hear an email, but then I'll hear like a different email, like where that email is, and it's and I say like I might delete something maybe. And then I'll hear it again. And then I'll say, well, didn't I just delete that email? And I'll go to tap on it. But then whatever I thought I was hearing is not really there. Like hmm. some words. Like, it's just like weird. It's almost like a, like a hallucination. <laughs> but it's like weird. Terry? Go ahead, Terry. Are you talking about text? hearing text more than one time in an email or are you talking about the contact that for that email that you hear more than one time i'm not clear on that no i know that first part that you said i'm familiar with that with words okay. repeating but no this will be just a couple of words i mean it may be something on sale from staples and i know i deleted that one and then the next time the next email i'll hear you know something going sell from staples and i'm like well didn't i just delete that and it's just like but it's not really there it's like i don't know it's like some audio problems like some words overlap this is terry go ahead terry mm -hmm. i wonder um i've noticed sometimes that when I delete something, um, it can be a little bit slow on the draw. And so it doesn't delete immediately. So it takes it a couple of extra seconds for it to actually go away. I wonder if that's what you're experiencing. That could be it. Thank you. I thought something was wrong with me. <laughs> Thank okay, you. good question. Thank you. This is Jody. Jody. Yeah, uh, this is. I think it's a problem in the mail server. I don't think it's the phone or you, because I have the same thing happen. Okay. All right. Very good. New issue. Hey, Vincent was there too. 
Oh, sorry. I have, my ears are clogged, Vincent. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right. Okay. No, I have uh, had the same issue. And uh, uh, it seems that the voiceover starts reading the the, the new message, but then it is, the focus seems not to be in that message. And I what has happened to me is that I have deleted what I shouldn't have deleted. I have had to go to trash and to uh, to recover some of the emails. I don't know if it is a delay in, in the uh, in the program or if the focus wasn't in the right email or what have you. But I have had that issue. Oh wow! Uh, okay, a few times. So I, I have. So now I, I make sure that I am that when when I I'm going through my emails that the focus, even if I have to tap more than once, you know, make sure that I'm in the right email because it happened to me several times. And... Okay, lessons to learn. Okay, thank you, Vincent. This is Pete. Go, Pete. Just to point out, and you probably already know this, Vincent, that is there is an undo option in the edit rotor, in your rotor under edit, that will undo a delete if you accidentally delete an email rather than going you know, into your trash and searching, searching, searching. Try the uh, rotor to edit, hit your uh, flick up or down to your undo and single finger double tap and that will restore it. Uh, this is Vincent. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I did do that. Uh, I, I, I know about that, but the problem is that I don't realize that I have deleted the wrong message until mm. I, I am it's like- It's too late. Yeah. It's too late. I'm like three it's or four messages. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then okay. they're done that. This is Jody with a comment. Go, Jody. Yeah, the one thing I've discovered is you don't actually have to go to the trash uh, box, uh, the trash mailbox. All you have to do is, is in your inbox, go up to the search box. And then if you can remember the subject or the sender, type it into the search box and it will find it because it searches all boxes. Okay. And that's yeah. faster than trying to go through your trash. I know. Okay. All right. Good. Next question. Somebody new? I think I hear somebody thinking about it. This is David. Go, David. Uh, I heard you, I heard you thinking, you know. <laughs> okay. okay. Go when, ahead. When, when you're using uh, the OCR apps, uh, does it really help to have a, a some kind of a stand, or you just kind of freehand everything? Oh, what a great question, David. Who wants to answer that? How to scan? Do you need a stand to scan? Go, D. A stand is not necessary. I do mine all just hold it, my phone in my hand. So I'd say that's personal preference. It would make things steadier if you can't hold your hand that steady and things to have a one of those stands for your phone. Okay. Uh, I think I heard Jody too. Yeah, I don't use a stand. I, I put the document on the countertop and I put it, I put an elbow on either side and that spaces the phone away and centers the, uh, the phone over the document. And you, you want to make sure your lighting is right. That's probably the most important part. But I don't use a stand. I just use my elbows. Yeah, so Jody makes her own stand. So I make my own stand. Good job, Jody. Okay. So you two can do that at home, David. Okay. All right. Next. Who else? 
This go is Helene. Yeah, go ahead. I just I just wanted to comment about um, if if your elbows are busy, the, the there's something that's I don't know. It's about twenty dollars. It's called a phobie dough. Phobie Foppy dough. Doo. I mean, but, but, yeah, I didn't know how to see, say it, but F O B Y D O something like that. And it really it, yeah. it does it does work. It's kind of silly. Um, yeah. But you put the paper down, and then the the Velcro on the top just holds the camera, and then you it, it just does it. Cool. This is Pete. Yes, go ahead. It's called Foppy Do. F O P is in Pete. Y D O F O P Y D O, and it's um we did an interview with the creator of this, and it's really was at one point it was only fifteen dollars, but it was a laminated hard uh, corrugated mm -hmm. cardboard, and you mm -hmm. just you just slide it together, and a you know one of the cardboard slots fits into another kind of a little slit in the uh, and it puts it together, and then you if and I was going to say if you do have documents like multiple pages. Like if you get something at work and maybe it's a 10 page memorandum or, um, you know, something that you're going to be doing, you're going to put too much stress on your elbows, Jody, uh, this thing's very inexpensive and it's, and it's really, really cool. Foppy do. And it's at F I F O P Y D O.com. All right. Very good. Okay. Next. I have a question. Has anybody ever tried to, open a blog i'm trying to print a blog and uh i can't seem to open it or open it. i mean it's like a link apparently somebody sent a link to my dad and i can't seem to open it I mean, you'd think it'd be pretty obvious so you just click and open but i don't know voiceover is just not reading it or anybody have any experience with that it's just seems kind of hmm this is herbie oh herbie you may need an rss reader app oh what's that it's a an rss is the type of um, it's the text equivalent of a podcast oh. and so my get some and the, it's still used a little bit today but um it basically means it's not opening up directly in the uh web it's using a different type of code oh. and so that's my guess as to what could be going on okay i mean yeah the sighted people are able to see it but you know my dad wants to print it out and i can't i can't help him so 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 then it is wait a minute i'm confused so it is opening in safari he can see it but i cannot make voiceover read it to me i wanted voiceover to read it to me it's an article about my dad so i was trying to read it and it won't read it it starts a little bit but it doesn't read the whole thing i can't scroll or i can't get into it so it's, huh. it's really weird. That one does well. Yeah, because they, they're able to read it, but I can't. So Have you tried anything like a screen recognition or anything like no, that? No, I need to try that. I need to try that. Okay. That was my suggestion. Text right. recognition. Okay. Have you, have you tried just uh, going ahead and printing it even though you can't read it? 
Yes, and we did print it, and then my dad said it all looked kind of crazy. So I guess there's no formatting or something. So that was that was ostensibly the whole purpose. I was trying to print it in a night so he could read it, so it looked good, but it uh, doesn't so look. This, good. this is Herbie. Go ahead. Um, have you tried opening it on a computer? And I mentioned this. I know I've printed out stuff in the past that um, if I printed it, like say using the Dropbox app on the phone it would come out one way versus if I printed it, like say using Microsoft Word on the computer. So I would try opening the blog on your Mac and see if it prints better that way, even if it's still not readable, which it might be. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you guys. Thank you, Pete, for helping me facilitate tonight. And, and let's see, what do we have? Quick review of this week. Tomorrow, Mini Buzz Wednesday is Mini Buzz on Clubhouse. Wednesday is Android Insight. Thursday is iBug Trekkie Talk. Friday is Postman Always Rings Twice, a classic movie. And Saturday, we're off and then be looking for the upload of our wonderful iBug Cafe. We talked about uh, really great uh, personal assistant apps such as Be My Eyes, Ira, and FaceTime. They were great demos by Herbie, Shri, and Terry Ann. We thank them for their time and putting all that together. So that should be up very soon. So be looking out for that if you missed it. All right, with that, we will say good night. And maybe there's a song. Good night. We'll see. Hold good on. night. Good night.